When life throws you a curveball, how are you going to handle adversity? Welcome to the Fearless Mindset Podcast, where you're about to go on a journey as I interview security, business, and entertainment leaders on what it takes to stay fearless. I'm your host, Mark Ludlow, and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the What's a Hero Podcast. This is actually episode number one. Um, yeah, this is my first uh specific podcast that I'm going to be posting on, but uh, I'm your host, Ken Fraunfelter, as you heard in the intro. Um, I have a very uh, special guest today who's actually helping me out with my first podcast, who's kind of a podcast veteran himself, uh, Mr. Mark Ledlow. And uh, it's kind of funny, Mark and I have quite a, quite a, a history of, uh, of sorts. So how you doing, Mark? Great. Thanks for having me on. And uh, a veteran... I've been doing this, what, five months? <laughs> More than me. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, thanks for the compliment. It's been a fun ride, a fun journey. Uh, I learned a lot in this little journey. I think I started recording September, and YouTube finally approved me. They thought I was a fictitious criminal person. Yeah. So it took two months for my YouTube account to be opened up and cleared. Oh, well, they got to do a background check on you. I guess. Yeah, they must so. do something back there. <laughs> so anyways... Uh, like I said, with uh, the What's a Hero podcast, <clears throat> we are. Uh, I'm introducing you to people that you don't didn't realize were heroes for in your life. You might see these people walking around. You might see these people just going to the store, being normal people, and uh, not understanding or not realizing that these people are willing to do just about anything for you. Uh, Mark is one of those guys. Um, Mark and I met each other. We're going on 26 years ago, I, I believe, and. Uh, we kind of have a, it's kind of a weird thing how we met each other. Do you want to tell a story or do you want me to tell the story how we met? Well, well I'll tell you, tell you right now, we, we're in Oregon, and right now, we did not meet in Oregon. Exactly right. How do you know you existed until after boot camp? Right. We both lived in Oregon. We both went to high school in Oregon. We did the same thing. Yep. And uh, we met exactly. down in, in sunny Southern California. So Mark and I, we both joined the uh, United States Marine Corps. At the same time, we didn't join together. We didn't know each other beforehand. Uh, he goes into MEPS. We were actually MEPS the same day. Didn't even realize each other were there. I think we met each other first day. We were on the infamous Yellow Footprints. That's about right. MCRD. Uh, you were the, the tiniest guy there. I was, I was the well, shortest guy, not tiniest. Oh, the shortest, sorry. Shortest. I'll go with shortest. I wasn't tiny. There's that other guy. Well, who was that other guy? The long nose. Who yeah. was that? <laughs> <laughs> he had a hook nose. <laughs> Oh, that poor he guy. He had a tiny he was, voice like this. He was, yes, you know, at the time we were so cruel and mean. Uh, oh. That was, that was Mr., that was recruit, private, Mr., whatever you want to call him, long crier. Long crier. Long crier. I mean, it was, you know, you know, <laughs> hey, if you're listening to this, dude, we honestly were not, we're not a-holes, we're not jerks. Um, it's just you, we were dumb kids and that's all we remember. We have memories of being dumb kids. So, um, if you are listening to this, dude, I'd love to talk with you, see where you're at with life right now. Um, and know that, you know, you know, your brother, cause you went through the same crap we went through and you, you did it. So, and that goes for everybody that was there, but, um, this is 1994 and it was September, 1994. We joined the United States Marine Corps and we were in boot camp together and uh, after boot camp, to be honest with you, we didn't, I don't think we, we saw each other. We had anything to do with each other until easily 
2010, 2009, something like that. Later on. It was about it was about 2000. Yeah, 2010, 2009 that we saw each other. And what happened, and I'll tell this little story really quick, is that Mark comes in because I was working at a little uh, little one man. Actually, we had four officers on uh, police department and uh, and Mark comes in and he was uh, wanting to talk to me. Uh, He actually talked to anybody because he wanted to get his record, his service record there. Right. Rogue River Police Department. Because you wanted to, you were going to start working for. Oh, yeah. Private sector security in Southern California. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for my service record showing proof that I was in the reserves. Right. And I saw you. You saw me go, Ledlow? And, and so like, we got to looking. And I remember your face. You looked at me like, <laughs> how do I know you? I know you. I know you from something. And I'm like, I know you from something. What's... <laughs> and sure enough. Yeah. Yeah. Years later, we see each other. We meet each other again. And uh, like, wow, we were in, we were in boot camp together. So, I mean, it's a small world. You, you never know who, you, who you're going to run into. You never know who you're going to, who, who's, who's listening to you. You never know who you're affecting in life either. So, so uh, yeah, we were, before we started, we, before we hit record today, we were talking about uh, various stories about boot camp. Oh, yeah, and you have a ton of them. Cause I don't remember many of them because I think I was just trying to get through it, survive. Mm-hmm. And I told myself in my mind, like, either I'm going to die in a casket and go home, or I'm going to graduate. That, I made my mind up. There's no way I was quitting for nothing. I didn't care how many times I recycled through the hospital, break a leg, get punched out. Like, we saw that one guy get punched out the night before. Yeah. He got decked. Yeah. It was it uh, Richie? Oh. Staff Sergeant Richie. Oh, my gosh, that guy. Remember that night? So, Staff Sergeant Richie, uh, this guy, and if you're listening to this, I don't know if you listen to podcasts, but and, and the the awesomeness that it would be if this made its way to you. But, uh, this was the toughest man I think I'd ever seen in my life. This guy, he had that grizzled look on his face. I mean, he had those, it looked like almost scarred, looked leathery, you know, and I remember he was from Delaware. He was, and he was just the toughest, toughest guy I've ever seen. And, uh, at the end of boot camp, you, you do a thing called the gong show. You remember that? <laughs> and so it was, it was the whole, if anybody can uh, imitate, one of, the imitate one of the drill instructors, um, then, you know, get up there and get in front of everybody and do it to their face. Oh, that was and it was, and it was, it was Hilarious. amnesty, everybody amnesty was international. Rolling. Everybody was rolling, almost peeing their pants. So I remember I had, I had, I had Staff Sergeant Richie down. <laughs> I had Staff Sergeant uh, Burroughs down. Burroughs. And, uh, Cornwell, at Staff Sergeant Cornwell. Burroughs did the Flintstone cadence. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And uh, but I couldn't get our senior drill instructor. And to be honest with you, I don't remember his name. Do you remember his name? He quit, didn't he? No, he was. I think I he was doing some kind of transitioning halfway oh, okay. through, and so he was still there, still our senior drill instructor. But then he, and so we got another one just I remember in he case. Broke the, the the guide arm over his knee. <clears throat> he was a he was he an was, angry fellow. He got pissed off because. We didn't qualify what first or whatever it was. Right. He was so pissed he got he got that pole and snapped it right across his knee. He was I remember that. He was a very angry man. <laughs> and but I couldn't imitate him. And so I know I remember one kid could. And so he did it. But then he got in trouble because they said there's no imitating imitating the senior drill instructor. And so they were like, What? What where was that rule? I don't remember hearing that rule. But, but uh I remember Staff Sergeant Richie and I would he was No, no, and he would just he, he had that, that finger thing with his hands and his voice. Yeah, and he'd put his thumb and his finger together. He and just I'll tell you right now, you're right. It's so you got this guy. Uh, but I remember we were waiting in line for a class one time. Right. 
But I think it was, I don't remember what the class was. We're waiting in line for this class. And when we're waiting in line, you know, we're in the lines of platoons. And I think we were going two by twos. And there was a platoon next to us that was waiting also for this class. Their drill instructor had gone off and was doing something else. They were supposed to just be waiting there. And uh, all of a sudden a fight breaks out in the in the neighboring platoon's ranks. Between I remember that. Yep. And they're waiting in there. And there was no other drill instructor around but Richie. That guy just goes over. And I don't remember. I don't know if you remember this part, but he walks over there and he starts going, "No, no!" Just doing this whole thing. Nobody's listening to a word he's saying. He starts picking dudes up by one arm and throwing these guys. Just, I mean, this guy had. I think he was recon. I think he was. He was. Uh, he was because I remember the recon. I have no gosh. doubt this guy's killed men before. And no doubt. In his eyes, and we looked at you. It scared. He you. was. Yeah. So he starts throwing these kids. I mean, and the, the fight stopped. Right. And those kids got, they just got reamed when their senior, when their drill instructors got back because our drill instructor had to go over and clean them up. And so there's an embarrassment factor. There's a, there, there's a, the whole thing that, you know, you don't do. That was in, that the same fight during Chow Hall? They had a gang fight going a gang. It was uh, rival gangs in the boot camp. Oh, remember I that? remember, I remember hearing about that. I don't think I saw it though. Yeah, remember, I think it was during chow time where we were getting off of chow, going back to somewhere, and two different platoons went at each other. Really? And it was a rival gang fight. Because these two dudes used to be gangbangers yep. from rival gangs back in the day, and they saw each other or something like that. And they just went ape. They joined in the military. They lost it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I remember all these MPs flying from out of the wall of the air, parachuting down with Force Recon and breaking these guys. It was bad. <laughs> They had vans coming to pick these guys up at home over to Fort Leavenworth, I think. It, it was Yeah, bad. well, no, then, then it wasn't in uh, – I remember hearing about it, but it wasn't in – it must have been at a duty station. It wasn't in boot camp because I didn't I didn't see it or have any part of that. I Okay. But I'd heard about it. You know, it's right. not something you don't hear about, you know. Yeah, I remember so. the fight, though, because I remember seeing people swing in and drone structure trying to – I think <coughs> I saw Richie breaking those guys up, the bodies uh, going flying everywhere. Yeah. But I remember him knocking out that one tall guy that was six foot five. He was like professing a Satan worshiper or whatever. Really? He was all mouthy all the time. And he goes, he goes, oh, you're out POA. And he, he took off his Smokey the Bear hat or his uh, drill instructor cover. Campaign he, cover, right, right. He hops on the guy's foot locker and he jumps in the air. And I just saw his forward fist going flying in the air and knock the guy out. <laughs> <laughs> he fell flat <laughs> on his back. Do you remember that? <laughs> I was like... What the heck just happened? Yeah, that guy was that guy had to be easily one of the toughest men I've ever met in my life. I have, I have no doubt about it. So then there was Staff Sergeant Burroughs. He was he he couldn't be more than five five eight five nine, mm-hmm. skinny guy from down south, and uh, Alabama. I think he said he was the from. South. He had that southern accent. Yeah, but his thing was he would stand there and he kind of, kind of a little pigeon toed, yeah. but he would put his once again put his fingers and his thumb together. And he'd sit there and he'd yeah. I tell you right now, boy, you done pissed me off. And he would be so subtle and me. You better get over there right now before I break your face. You better get in over there. And he would just, he wasn't much of a yeller. No. Uh, but he'd get real close to you and do the whole whisper thing. I'm going to kill you. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, people moved, you know. And But he was uh, near the end. You know, obviously they got to be mean. They got to be. But by the end, he was he was probably... Favorite favorite drill instructor between he and Richie we, for me. So, yeah, Richie was the meanest guy there. <clears throat> but I, I remember this uh, right after boot camp, we were released, mm-hmm. and we did about face, and we we're free. 
He was the first guy that come up to me and shook my hand and said, Mark Ledlow, I knew you could do it. Wow. I was like, put her there, Marine. I'm like, wow. This guy's nice. Yeah. He's not going to rip my throat out. Yeah. I, I, uh, I never got a chance to go talk to him. I got to, I talked to Cornwell and he was like, see, see. And he was, it was just like, I told you. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just saying, thank you. I know. <laughs> I'm not. I thought I was a marine. Now I'm not. I'm not better. <laughs> so, but wow. no, there was a. I mean, there's times that you get. Um, I you know I remember one specifically. We're all lined up in barracks and we're online, and some and they got to yelling at you for whatever reason. And they would they would pick guys. Right. So everybody understands. They didn't just. They didn't. I'm finding Mark Ledlow and I'm going after him every just time. Just random. It was just random. Right. If it was your day, it was your day. It was your day. They're you see, all over you. You're like bees on honey. Right. It's like that sign. It says, hey, it, I can't please everybody every day. Today yeah. is not your day. It doesn't look like tomorrow's going to be that day it's either. It's going south quick. Well, there was, we can't pick on everybody every day. Today's not your day. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. And well, it could have been this five minutes. The next five minutes, it's somebody else. And they just picked somebody else. Well, I remember they picked you one time. <clears throat> and they, they were walking down the line and they, they yelled at you, did something, and they kept going and and I guess you rolled your eyes or you did something. <laughs> it, whatever, freaking guys. And uh, they they stopped. Are you going to roll your eyes at me? What do you think you're doing? You know, and then all of a sudden, if one catches on, it's just like these other drill instructors from out of nowhere just whoosh, come around and they just, they go right after you. So it's it's kind of funny that uh, <clears throat> you got those stories. For. What, did, what did I roll my eyes about? Because I was always laughing. It seemed like I always like holding the laughter back. Cause I, I was like, yeah, I'm, we're just getting through the motions of the boot camp here. But they always, I was always pushing on the quarterdeck. I remember being on the quarterback half the time of boot camp, pushing or whatever I was doing. Right. Full no. Sweat. Yeah, it was um, – if uh, gosh, it was something – they told you something. I think I think they said something like, oh, you got a college degree. Because you were 23, 22 when you went in, right? 23, yeah. Right, so you were older than the rest of us. We were 18, 19 kids. I had a social kids. degree. Yeah, and so you had gone to college. You had some. You had a degree, all this different <laughs> stuff. They, oh, you think you're smarter than everybody because you got a freaking degree? You're nothing. You understand that? And they turn around, and that's when you, I think you rolled your eyes. I'm like, yeah, like the, you could hear the brakes just go on their feet. <laughs> they about face. They hated me. They get right in your business. You need to be a uh, honor guard. <laughs> you need to be this. I mean, uh, Barrow's like, let low. You have so much potential. You go. Why don't you just rise up? Like, Zaf Sergeant, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guide. I, I don't want the abuse. Right. <laughs> Screw that. Yeah. You, you try to get through here easy, aren't you? You don't want anybody to notice you. That's what you're doing, aren't you? Like, yes, Zaf Sergeant, exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, goes, you're too smart for your own good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, Zaf Sergeant, I'm being honest with you. Yeah. I, um, there was, uh, uh, there was that one guy who was our our guide. Yeah. Uh, was it Coletti? No. Coletti. Was it Coletti? Yep. Coletti, yeah, yeah. the short guy. Yeah, he wasn't too. He wasn't overly tall. Yeah. Yeah. He was a wrestler, wasn't he? Yeah. He yeah from like Wyoming or something. Yeah. Like he that. was a rugged cowboy. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that guy. Oh yeah. wow. It's, I because I can I can start picking out names for you that I remember. I remember tons of names like uh, Cable. I don't know if you remember yep. Cable. Cable. He was cool. I, I dug, he and I got along really well. Um, there's there's a guy. He's actually lives up north here from where we're at. Okay. Uh, Chris Hurst. Hurst. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Hurst. I you know I I've seen him on Facebook or whatever, but he's a he's a top notch guy. I mean, he's got a daughter. He's freaking dodes over. He loves her. I mean, great yeah. guy. Wow. Um, 
uh, let me see. And then there was uh, there's Ives. Ives. Yep, I remember that. So name. so remember this guy, right? Yeah. Remember. The, so the thing that they did in boot camp, right, <clears throat> was they say eyeballs, click, clicks are in <laughs> ears, open, open, right? So you got this this whole thing. So it was that that mass group that that replies every time, and so when they get in there, uh, there was the guy whose his name was Ives. Yeah. So they would get up there and be like, Ives! And everyone's like, Clixer! <laughs> and he's like, Ives! Clixer! He's like, shut up! <laughs> Ives! Clixer! Shut up! Not that's what I'm talking about! Not the kid! Where's the kid, Ives? <laughs> no. And they're like, that. oh, he's saying Ives, not eyes. Oh, oh okay, makes shut sense up. now. Shut up, Pickard. <laughs> shut up. Uh, lock, the, your, lock your jaw. Yeah, lock your right. jaw. <laughs> the funniest thing, though, I, I, hand, I, I, I tell you, the funniest thing that, that happened was we were with our drill instructors had to go to a meeting or something. I don't remember what it was. And so we got some substitute drill instructor. We didn't know his name or we had gone to another platoon and we were, they had switched. Something happened where we had this other drill instructor that was kind of standing over us. And we're all sitting down right in the, in the kind of the, the squad bay area. And the, uh, and we're sitting there and he's kind of going over something and somebody just rips this fart. Yes. <laughs> right. And uh and he stops in his truck. He goes, Who just said their name? Who just said their <laughs> <laughs> And so nobody's copping to it. He goes, Who just said their name? I wanna know. And so oh man. Uh, I was dying laughing, but you couldn't laugh. You couldn't. You don't. You, you had to just bottle that up. And I was dying. He walks out of the room, and we were dying laughing. So, I mean, that happened a bunch because because oh, yeah. you can't laugh. We're yeah. not allowed to laugh. You're not right. allowed to. You're supposed to be all. So, what are you smiling about? You got something? You planning something? You scheming something? You know, whatever. <laughs> so that wasn't our the, the thing. So what we do is, you know, there was one time that drill instructors were just making the jokes, and they were trying to get us to laugh so they can yell at us. And I remember Burroughs, he was funnier than crap. He was hilarious. He's up front. He's sitting there making fun of everybody. Maybe, <laughs> you know, there's that kid. Who was that kid? He had a scar on his head, so his head looked like he had an extra lump on his head, but it was like from he was, when he was born or whatever. <laughs> right? And so he's sitting there making fun of him. He's doing all these different things. And right. we got that new drill instructor, uh, Staff Sergeant Maldonado. Oh, yeah. I remember him. Remember him? Yeah. And he's standing in the back. I think he was brand new out of drill instructor school or whatever, and he's watching and he just starts losing it. I mean, he is doing everything he can not to laugh, and you see him just slam into the uh, into the duty hut and just close the door behind him. But he's his, he's holding his face, trying not to laugh. And so, but if we're not allowed to laugh, he's especially not allowed to laugh. So wow, you got a good memory for all those stories. Oh, I can keep I can keep going because there's shoot there was one where we were. Uh, <clears throat> Well, they heard that I could do, I can mimic them pretty well. Oh yeah, they did hear that. They wanted to, and they, they wanted to see it act, and they wanted to see it in action, right? They so you do your thing. So during free time, which we had about an hour every night, well, most nights, we had about an hour a night to do you know your your uh, go to the bathroom, shower, shave, and clip your nails, write your letters home, all that stuff like that. So then we we uh, were there, and then all of a sudden I hear somebody say, "Recruit Fraunfelder." And so when you hear your name, what do you do? You pop up. Yes, sir. And then it was some, they had somebody else say, call my name. So they, I had to go running up there. Drill instructors want to see you. And you, I, so you walk in there and you go into the duty hut. And so when you walk in the duty hut, you have their desk uh-huh. and you go around this little, little corner uh-huh. 
and you have their racks. So you have a bunk bed there and then the bathroom right around the corner. And so they're sitting, they got two drill instructors sitting on the bottom bunk and one standing in the doorway of the bathroom and their arms are crossed and they're, and there's just pile of junk food, candy bars, bags of chips, soda pop, all this different stuff sitting on the rack. And they're sitting there. So I hear you can, uh, you can mimic us pretty well. <laughs> You're busted. <laughs> and they, like I said, there's just candy everywhere. And I don't know what the deal was, whether they, whether they were trying to, uh, no, no, drill instructor. No, no, sir. No, I want to hear it. Uh, uh, You're so screwed. No, because it's just me and those three, right? And, You're so screwed. And then and I'm like, oh, and I keep like looking down at the Snicker bar or whatever. What? And they're like, you like candy? What are you looking at my candy? Why are you looking at my candy? <laughs> you know, I think it's just to, just to, hey, I got candy. You can't have any of it because right. you couldn't have three months. Nothing. 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 And so when we even when we got M and M's in our MREs, mm-hmm. you had to hand those in. Yeah. <clears throat> you know I was smuggling candy into the boot camp, right? Were you? Yep. Where you get like didn't you get like uh packages from your mom or something like that with cookies and things like that? Oh yeah. And you had to share. Didn't I had you? to share they caught me. The first round they caught me. Second round, I had a girlfriend from Grants Pass. She sent me ESPN magazines. I told her to tape the candy in between the pages. So when the boot, the drill instructors went through the pages of the ESPN magazine, it went flop out. Right. It worked. Well, like what kind of candy? Not like like M and M's and cookies. Oh, like stuff that can be flattened down. Okay. Yeah. So they she flattened it down and she taped it in between the pages with scotch tape. So when they opened it, nothing came out. And they said, "Here you go, Ludlow." And then I wait till everybody go to bed. I had a and feast. <laughs> I just had a feast. And then all these recruits come, Ledlow, I'm going to tell on you if you don't give me a piece. Right, yeah, yeah. So all these diet recruits were coming to my rack yeah. wanting dessert. So, so what, what's, a, what's a diet recruit for those that may not know? A diet recruit is a sucky life. You cannot eat carbs. All you get is protein and a veggie. Didn't you, were you, did you get touted as a diet recruit at one point? Yeah, I was the whole time. Yeah? But I went in weighing 230. Did you? How much did you lose? Forty pounds. Even with all the candy, huh? All the candy, I came out at one eighty-seven. Wow. <laughs> Forty-five pounds of weight lost. Wow. And then during now, remember mess duty? I wanted sugar so bad. The cookie dough. Uh huh. That was my saving grace. Really? They wanted to know. They found out my weight went up fifteen pounds in one week. Jeez. Because I was eating cookie dough from the mess hall. <laughs> When we had mess hall duty that <laughs> oh, way. Oh, I, I remember. They're like, what is going on? Remember that? Yeah. Are you, yeah. They're trying to figure out what was going on my weight. <clears throat> yeah. And then they put me on the quarter deck, and they yep. bent the crap out of me for a week because my weight went up. And I said, you're eating cookie dough. No, sir. I'm sorry, no, yes, sir. Well, I really am. But no, yeah. yeah. I denied it. I denied it. And they yeah. kept on pushing me. But it was so good. It tasted so well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. There's so many different things that we could, you know, we can go back and look at the different stories on and we right. can sit there and say, you know, hey, that's that was a great time. It was as much as we say, you know, I don't want to. Gosh, I, I would never want to do that again. Or I, I hated it. Like you said, I hated it. I want to be out of it. I remember having dreams afterwards, long afterwards. Really? Having dreams of of getting back in the military, getting back in the Marine Corps. But. I was like, oh, I have to go back through boot camp? Yep, you got to go back through boot camp. I'm like, 
no because at that point i had mm-hmm. i had littles i had i had kiddos and i was right. married and all this different stuff and i didn't want to leave them for three months right three months when you got babies that's exactly. a long time for their life right so yeah. i was a uh, I was like, oh, so I'd had dreams of being back in boot camp and just being like, oh, I can't believe this. And then all of a sudden I'm graduating. Oh, it's over already. Okay. You know, but I just remember having those dreams and waking up and being like, I, I can't, I don't want to go back through it. I, I don't mind being back in the Marines or in the military or whatever, but I don't want to go through boot camp. It's just a. Were you missing the challenge of boot camp <clears throat> after you got out or you, were you wanting to relive it and do things differently? No, I, I think it was just, I, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be away from my family in boot camp. Now, right. if I got deployed, yeah, I would have had to. It doesn't. That, yeah. that is what it is. But um, after I was out, I didn't have that. It wasn't. That wasn't a reality. That was an option to be gone. You know, because I had never been gone from my children's life up mm-hmm. to the point where I was having these dreams. That makes sense. It was just not being wanting to be gone from my family okay. for that period of time. Sure. I can't even call them. I can't text them. I can't do anything like that. But then again, I'm a young guy. Right. So I, you know, to this day, I can say I never had one dream while in boot camp. Oh, really? Not one. It was hmm. weird. Hmm. Everybody else is freaking out. I wake up three in the morning. Everybody's just oh. having convulsions yeah. and shaking and sweating. Yeah. I'm I remember. Like, I clicked, I checked out and, I just I just pretend I was with my girlfriend at the time, hanging out watching a movie, and then I was out. And the next thing you know, I wake wake up ten minutes before Reveille. Yeah. And uh, except for those nights that you had to do Firewatch. Oh yeah, and then you wake those, up in the middle of the night. But those were unawesome. I never had any nightmares. Everybody else had nightmares. Yeah, I remember guys waking up just screaming and and like, hitting the, the bed and wet, wetting the bed. There's guys that were doing that. Oh, I remember that the guys wouldn't take a shower. Yeah. They, a, they had a pillow party on them or a blanket party on. Yeah. Them. Uh, yeah. Remember yeah. It's, it, it's amazing. You, there's the people that you meet. In there from all walks of life, right. all over the country. Yeah, and they uh, they have different hygiene theories. You know, there's some people that are overly clean, some people that are underly clean. I guess they make up for each other. You know, right. there's people that just look at things a, a certain way. There's one guy I remember we were cleaning the drains. It was sorry about that. I bumped my mic. Um, there was a uh, one we were cleaning drains near the last couple last week or whatever, and we, and uh, we got to the point where. They, uh, I want the drains clean, and we had coat hangers straightened out, and we're digging in there. Well, we were getting brown things out of there. It was just gross, and people are, oh, this is gross, oh, nasty. Until this one kid, and I'm sorry, this is this is kind of explicit. (laughs) This one kid, he picks his nose and pulls out this giant booger, and that was the most disgusting thing. While we were doing that, I could handle cleaning out the drains and doing all this stuff. But that booger, and everybody's just over there uh, uh, gagging. They're doing this whole retching thing. Retching. This is their stomach over a booger. That's pretty weak stomachs for Marines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, there's there's all sorts of stuff, but yeah. I... I uh, a lot of memories. 